The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Let's get to our guest, Peter Maguire, CEO of XM Australia, for the latest on markets. Well, it seems like markets are speaking almost with one voice here. There seem to be concerned that these global interest rate hikes that we've seen uh, are probably too much for uh, the global economy. Uh, I, I note that the RBA, uh, it, it's making sounds like it's sort of getting towards the end of the jumbo hikes. Is that what you're expecting? Or after this one, are we going to go back to 25 basis points or so? Uh, and um, do you think maybe the Fed should be thinking about that model as well? Well, I think that's uh, that could well be the case, Brian, when you're looking at what we're experiencing this week. Uh, no doubt we'll, you know, ratchet up the, the analysts and uh, everyone's saying it's going to be 50 basis points for the RBA. Probably the RBNZ New Zealand will follow suit. And we lead up to Christmas. We've got the wild animal being inflation, trying to tame it. What the Fed does, yeah, they're probably further along the curve than us naturally, but they've got a higher, a higher inflation rate to deal with. So I hope that we can manage it by November. Uh, Christmas is not too far away and the hurt on Main Street is certainly being felt. So it's a wait and see approach. Currencies are wild and the opportunities, I think, are uh, fairly strong at the moment. Mm. Peter, tell me here, though, you know, what about your clients? You know, they, some of them must, uh, of course, take some outrageous bets. But you know, generally, do you yeah. see them in particular looking at any asset class any way of defending the amount of money or they're taking or are some just taking wild bets on things? Well, I think, Richard, you know, the, we've, we've looked at currencies and the meltdown you've seen as far as everything against dollar over the last, you know, let's put our mind back three to four months uh, has just been one way traffic, strong US dollar and uh, everything else has cratered. So traders have just been rubbing their hands with glee from the retail sector. That's been global. And if you're looking at their sell-off as far as equities, many have been, you know, short on, you name it, any equity market. And it's been very, you know, the indexes has been a one-way traffic as well. So that's over the last, say, four to five weeks. So will that momentum continue? I wouldn't be surprised possibly for the next month. I, it's too hard to forecast where we are, but you've got midterms leading up and you've got a whole heap of other uh, major concerns on it on everyone's trading radar so if we do get an end of the year rally which seasonally uh, seems to happen uh, uh, quite a lot sure. i think the average for 20 years is four percent up for the s&p 500 will, will that yep. be a uh, a bear market rally uh, or will it kind of mark um the bottom and moving forward from there well, Brian, I mean, you know, may well be the bear market rally and maybe it continues into 23. Uh, the Fed and all the central bankers have inflation under control with their uptick as far as rate ratcheting. So if that's the storyline and we head into, 
you know, January, February with a feel-good mood, then that's going to be a strong um, gauge for the rest of 23 or at least out of the starting blocks. But there's so many, um, you know, big themes that need to be managed over the next matter of weeks for us to get to that launch pad. And that's the that's the uncertainty. So let's all hope that we're at that point in time. But, uh, you know, traders are looking through a a reality set of glasses and I think they're seeing um, not a lot of rose tint at the moment. Well, in a situation like that, you normally find that uh, one of the biggest havens is gold or even silver. And why is that yeah. not materialized? Well, I think it's been held underwater for a long time, Richard, and that hasn't uh, uh, just, you know, that US dollar has been off to the races. Gold, certainly the physical side, uh, it's getting a lot of momentum there from physical buyers and it's cheap buying at the moment. It's certainly not. It's cheap in your, if you're looking at US dollars. But if you're looking at other currencies, it's it's had a very, very solid move to the upside. Peter, you know, we look at the old uh, maxim from uh, Warren Buffett, which, of course, well, one of them is uh, price is what you pay, value is what you get. Well, with prices where they are, where's the value? Or are they two, uh, same side of the, uh, the same side of the same coin, as it were? Well, in a lot of ways it is, Rashad, because, you know, we, we have we've seen the floor. It's been a wild year, 27% down for the NASDAQ. We're conscious of it, and September's washout was very, very severe. So, yeah, leading traders to scratch their heads a little bit. There probably is good buying, but the old story, you know, is it a falling knife and you might cut yourself if you keep on uh, trying to pick it up on the way down. Mm. We heard from companies in the U.S., FedEx, Nike, and others, uh, that they've, they've got um, issues here and uh, will be looking to cut costs. Uh, they, they're, they're having to cut in order to get business. So yeah. the, the, flip, the flip side of that is that that's kind of disinflationary for consumers. I mean, it'll bring prices down. It could, um, it could make the Fed's job a little, little easier. So, you know, there's, there's, there are ways of looking reasonably positive, I suppose, going forward, but it, 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 timing is a big thing. Well, exactly right. And that's, a, you know, any, any CFO will go to the board and say, right, we've had a think tank. We've looked at how we're going to move forward. We can cut prices, trim margins, and that's just a normal event as far as any strategy is concerned from a C-suite. So if that's going to be successful, we've just got to see how much appetite Main Street has to those cut costs or, or those cutting product costs. And that's a forward looking, you know, we look back in a couple of months time and say whether it was successful. I, it probably will be, but it's too early to call. And that's the, uh, that's the joy of trading these markets. <laughs> Joy, <laughs> Rish. Yeah, okay. Well, if you want to go to that. No, no, I, I want to pick up on uh, something you mentioned in the, the uh, last section we were talking to you in, and that was you mentioned the midterms. Now, normally the markets would be positioning themselves uh, ahead of those, and it does yeah. look like they could be very tight. Give us a sense of why people are not really, I suppose it's the Fed story which is dominating, but uh, they're not really concerned, it seems. And geopolitics playing a role here, too. Well, exactly right. I think that everyone's frame is on, you know, the Ukraine, the Nord Stream, uh, possibly the Brazilian um, elections. And that seems to be getting a lot of Main Street and with, of course, what we experienced with the pound last week. And it's been a very solid month as far as news when you're looking at the, um, you know, the, the Queen passed away, a new king, new prime minister in the UK. So it just hasn't really got that 
sweet spot yet, but that may uh, may materialise in the next probably six to ten days. I think that news will start to change and there'll be a bit more um, uh, consideration from, you know, the voting public. And sitting in Australia, we don't see a lot, but I'm sure that that will uptick across um, Asia in the next matter of a week or two. Yeah, we haven't talked about China much. Uh, we don't have elections there, but we do have the party yeah. Congress coming up. Uh, is, is there... You know, is there a flip side of that of that long set of meetings uh, that offers opportunities for you, Peter? Well, in some ways it does, because, Brian, you know, the we've seen that big sell off affecting global markets and certainly China hasn't you know missed out on that. So I think that many traders are looking at, you know, possibly uh, we get out of this particular um uh, situation over the next couple of weeks and we get a clear idea as where as China has positioned itself. We wouldn't be surprised to see, you know, an increase as far as stimulus would be good for the mining companies. I think um, the appetite might start to increase for base metals and uh, the overall theme there. So, uh, you know, we might be looking at uh, some fairly good numbers considering the price you've seen as far as ore sell off and yeah. all of the base metals have certainly cratered. So that could be a turnaround. Peter, not unrelated, uh, is the line of least resistance higher for the dollar? Very quickly. Yes, I think I think that there is um, a bit more upside there for that US dollar index. Uh, Peter, always great talking to Peter Maguire, the CEO of XM Australia, getting his take on the markets. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum, powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at CutterEconomicForum.com.